0: Hello, and welcome to Harp Column Podcast, taking you behind the stories in Harp Column from a practical harpist's perspective. My name is Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. Music for today's episode comes from the 2012 CD by today's guest, Maria Luisa Ryan, titled From Bach to Piazzola. Today, we feature... The newest master teacher to join the Harp Column Academy community, Louisa Ryan. Harp Column Academy is an online learning site where you can watch lessons on repertoire, technique, and music theory by master teachers like Louisa and so many more. It's truly a treasure trove of learning materials. Louisa was kind enough to share her experience of being asked to join this star-studded group of harp teachers.
1: Kim contacted me about doing it, and I, I was kind of like, I'm not sure, Kim, because I am very picky with the kind of work I do, and I hate recording myself. I think that's, for instance, that's one of the reasons why I don't have many recordings out. Because I am super picky. It's like I'm never happy and I want to redo it and it stresses me out. And I was going back and forth. Like, okay, fine, we'll do it. I prepared a lot for it thinking what I would want to contribute, you know, for this. What do people need? I think that to me that's the most important thing. First, I'm like, I can't give them anything, you know, people know everything, but then I was like, okay, fine. The whole point is that I'm
0: going to give them my point of view on uh, how I do things. Okay, so you have three videos out right now on how to produce roundness of sound, how to articulate, and how to create better sound production in general. Yes. Can you tell me about the decision on those three topics? Yes,
1: so those those to me were like the core. You know, for me, sound is the, um, the core of my playing, and I think for any instrumentalist, And I am, as I say in the videos, I am obsessed about sound and how to make it happen. And I spend a lot of time thinking and tweaking positions and and discovering how does it happen? How can it get better? What kind of sound can I get with a certain position? Of course, I'm talking about very minor adjustments to the technique we have, right? And also adjusting it to different hands. I get a lot of people that come to me for specific events, like they are preparing for a competition, an audition, uh, orchestral audition, cool audition. So I, I take in people, they're already made, they already have their technique, and I'm not going to go around changing everything they do unless there's something fundamentally wrong. So I work with the concept that people have different hand positions, different hands, different strengths, different abilities, and so within that, then how do I make sound happen and how can they make sound happen? The best way possible for that really warm tone, deep, you know, that depth in, in the sound that all you hear, all the harmonics, no matter the dynamic range.
0: In your introduction video, you talk a lot about inspiring students and in your, your little blurb over, to the, over at the side, you talk a lot about wanting to inspire students to build on what they already are learning from their teachers. Would you say that inspiration and attempting to inspire your students is a big part of your teaching philosophy?
1: Yes, yes, because I am a kind of teacher that always tries to be more on the nurturing side. It's kind of like the motherhood concept. So I want them to realize the best they can be with who they are, with what they have. And it's without that comparison thing to others, give the insight to them and help them become who they are supposed to be. And we all have different paths and different ideals and different opportunities and different goals and different abilities.
0: Do you think that your teaching style was highly influenced by your teacher?
1: Yes, I actually learned that from her. Actually, I would say from from her, I mean, Suzanne McDonald, but also I should bring in my uh, first teacher in Argentina, Elena Carfi. So I, I talk mostly about Suzanne McDonald because um, Elena gave me I mean, everything. She started me on the heart, but then I started with Susanna McDonald when I was about 12, 13, and I started with her until my early 20s. So I spent m- more years with her than anyone else, and she gave me really everything. So both of them did have this in common, which is a lot of nurturing, a lot of communication, a lot of positive reinforcement, a lot of respect towards the student, good sense of humor always, and always like taking you in, protecting you, and pushing you really hard. Sometimes, you know, we need to be harsh with our students, with our children, but um, when they are really out of line. But I think in general, it's more like the positive nurturing to make them realize their own potential.
0: Is it just me, or does it seem like everyone is having babies right now? Maybe it's just my age. I knew going into our conversation that Louisa has two kids, both preteens, so I couldn't pass up the opportunity to ask her about family work balance.
1: Yeah, that's really hard, actually. I struggle with that all the time, to tell you the truth. I do. I think the biggest challenge is to establish your priorities. So then you have to first determine that in your head. And once you determine that in your head, what your priorities are, then you have to kind of stick with your plan. And of course, balancing it out all the time. So we all have different life setups, you know, help, no help, spouses, no spouses, mothers stepping in, nannies, uh, support. So we, we all have different, different situations, but I would say what has helped me the most is to establish my priorities. So say right now, motherhood is number one for me. Like right now in today, uh, my priority is my children. So I've established that in the past few years. Time goes by really quickly and I can always play a concert later on in life, but I will not have them back in my home once they move on to college. Even though I know that and I've made that a priority, some days I go, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I do feel frustrated because I would love to be performing more, but to be performing more, I need to be on the road. And if I'm on the road, I can do homework with my children every day and I can not cook for them and I can not take them to their activities and listen to them. So it's a, it's a choice I made. And sometimes it's difficult because I'm like, I feel frustrated. I would like to be playing more. I would like to be teaching more. I would like to be doing more harp things because the harp is a core in my life. It's very, very important, but I've made a choice. So I choose how I invest my time. And I would say to not go desperate. There's time for everything. We're living in a very fast paced world. Sometimes we have to take a step back to say no in a a way to the pressures of the world. It's okay to scale back and to really put priorities. And in terms of missing out on that concert, missing out on that teaching, I think that those things, we, we have a long life. So I think those will come, but the children being little, or being you know babies or in school and all that drama the teen drama that i'm going through with my daughter that's just a short period of time even though it seems like it's forever <laughs>
0: Finish things up, I asked Louisa to give us a sneak peek into what we can expect to see from her upcoming Harp Column Academy videos.
1: So we have many more that are going to be released, and again, they are gonna be more like topics. And of course, I introduced some pieces as you have seen in the other videos. I play a short segment just to demonstrate something. So the other videos are some of them are more like I call them things that we should talk about, but we don't really want to talk about, (laughs) you know, nerves or preparation, how to deal with harder things like disappointment, entering competitions and not doing well, you know, all the more difficult aspects that lead us to growth and to good things, but in the meantime can be a little bit hard to accept and to deal with. And then more also just more approach to technique, interpretation, Sound teaching as well. So, yeah, there are many more videos to come.
0: Many thanks to Maria Luisa Ryan for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about Louisa, a link to her website and her Harp Column Academy studio can be found in the notes for this episode. Music for today's episode comes from the 2012 CD from Bach de Piazzolla, recorded by Maria Luisa Ryan. Harp Column Podcast Episode 60 was brought to you by Harp Column Academy at www.harpcolumnacademy.com and Harp Column Magazine. At www.harpcolumn.com where you can subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues as well as a lot of great web content. My name is Dr. Christina Finch and we at Harp Column hope that you have a spectacular week.